Hey guys, good evening. My name is Toyeshe Oyebade from the Reconciliation Ministry and I'm excited to be with you once again. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your feedbacks. Thank you for everything basically. God bless you in Jesus name. Amen. For the last um, three weeks, this Monday makes it the fourth that we've been treating. Why are my relationships failing? And by the help of the Holy Spirit, I want to believe in my spirit that you've been learning, you know, you've been, you've been self-analyzing yourself. Last week, I gave us an assignment. I was like, we should, you know, cast our, our minds back to maybe what you would um, see as patterns, you know, and just see how you can fix them so that they don't keep happening right if you have not listened well you should because i believe strongly that there is a message there for everybody now talking about patterns you know there are some people that they never really break up from relationships like it would just be that they will just stop talking like there's no official oh i'm done or can we you know go our separate ways you know whatever form um whatever from breakups coming and you just notice that for, that's if you self-analyze you just notice that you guys will just stop talking for like two three four five weeks and then from five weeks to two months to six months and then before you know it, one of you are one of you um guys would be in another relationship brother and you might even just find out online that ah, guy has moved on. Ah, let me just move on. Or it's the guy that will say, ah, this babe has, has moved on. Let me just move on. Because, well, not talking in three, four months can't be assumed or presumed to be a breakup. But it was just something that, ah, my ex, we didn't really break up. Two exes before we didn't really break And then, so you, do you understand? So that is one of the things that you would get to see when you self-analyze right you cannot always determine how people will treat you right but you can determine how you will treat others and you can also you can also determine your response to how other people treat you and you also have the capacity to determine how you will be treated henceforth because if you don't determine that if you don't lay the options on the table you will just keep recycling the same old process do you understand? So, beloved of God, that was that about that. Now, you know, I just mentioned you guys didn't talk for a while and all that. And this will take us to the next reason I feel. Like I told you in the first week, there are so many reasons. Basically, you might not even be able to exhaust everything you have, right? Hey, baby. Um, everything that could happen, but you know, these are some of the things that most likely happen. And then, why there's nothing wrong in talking about them, right? So, this leads us to lack of communication. Now, for some persons, when, you know, they speak to me, they say things like, oh, we talk often, we're always on the call and all that. And you will just find out that, well, it looks like they talk a lot, or it looks like you talk a lot, but beyond talking, 
communication is basically absent and you know that um communication is a two-way thing like you speak and the other person speaks too and beyond speaking you listen because many times i've discovered that many of us i inclusive we we um listen to react we listen to respond like somebody might be saying oh i'm not fine and all that and what you are hearing from that conversation is leave me alone don't stress me because you are not listening to understand what the person is saying you're not listening to digest what the person is saying and but you are just listening to respond and you know the person says a you say z y a and all that and before you know it boom you are saying awful things to each other or you just stop talking generally so now you must make it a point of duty when you're in a relationship whether romantic or platonic whichever type of relationship that you are in that communication comes first you must ensure that you not only speak that the person understands and it was also you must also ensure that the person not only speaks through that you understand right and when you don't understand you ask questions one thing i know that many of us are guilty of i inclusive is jumping into conclusions and this happens because we all have you know preconceived notions what do i mean generally let's assume that maybe somebody gets late for something maybe every time you guys have a date he always comes late right and because he always comes late when you ask him he might tell you things like oh he woke up late so on this particular occasion you're on a date again you're about to have a date again and he's running late because every time you have a date he sleeps off and he comes late you already have that preconceived notion in your heart that he has slept off again so when you see him and he's talking you're not listening to what he's saying you're not understand what he's saying the only thing on your mind is he slept off he slept off so when he's done you're like she slept off. and it could be that maybe there was traffic or maybe something important happened you get so because of our preconceived notions we don't listen to understand because we there's something on our minds before and like i like people say not me like people say they'll say familiarity breeds content it means that when you know somebody too much sometimes because you feel like you can preempt them you just jump into conclusions and there it is possible that that might not be the case and, and imagine somebody that probably went through every asso to ensure that he's present at what you guys are about to have and you're already you've already judging because two or three occasions earlier he came late now i'm not justifying what the person is doing by always coming late i'm just using that as an example to show you that preconceived notions might be the reason why you don't get to communicate or why the person does not you don't listen to what the other person is saying if you're dating somebody that you feel is stubborn when you're telling them let's say something like oh babe um take this course right and the person is saying ah well i don't want to take it. because you know that your your spouse is stubborn the first thing that will come out of your mind is, i know now i knew it you were going to say that i knew this was what you were going to say you have to stop and it is possible if you are taking time out to ask questions to try to understand why it is possible that the person might have a genuine reason 
it could be finance, it could be interest, and it could be the, maybe they have even spoken to God about it, and God is saying, don't take this course yet. But because, you know, they already have a tag in your mind that they are stubborn, what is coming to your head is, she doesn't want to take the course because she's stubborn. And you know, a person that is stubborn already, when you tell that person you're stubborn, what happens? Stubborn people will just say, oh, well, that's what you want to believe, then run along with it. And you guys just keep going on in circles till you're tired one day you're like, see, I'm done. Do you understand? There are many times that if you take time, I, I mean many, not always, if you take time to analyze why you and somebody broke up, you will find out that it might be that something was said, something wasn't said, and you guys just didn't understand each other. In fact, it's possible that years later, when you both have matured, you're like, did we really have an argument about this? Like, really? Ah, oh, girl. You get because your mind has been broadened. You've seen more, you have more insight now. You have more light. And you know that, oh, okay, these children have been a cause of, you know, a squabble between two people supposedly in love. Do you understand? So, when you are in a new relationship, ensure that even if you want to say, oh, before, Communication had, had never been a problem. It doesn't matter. You don't get used to something. Every day you take steps towards being better. Oh, you guys have good communication skills. Excellent. Continue doing it. Continue. You don't relax and say, oh, she be everything is fine. No. You press on. You keep making efforts till Jesus comes. Because really, you can't get too comfortable with relationships, with communication, say, oh, she be. We would we'll deal with it later. And this also comes into when you have arguments. Many times people don't resolve issues. You know, they just say sorry and move on. And I always say something to people. I will say that sorry doesn't fix everything. Sometimes people say sorry out of obligation. For instance, now, when I was young, I found out that when I say sorry, it made conversation end quickly. Because, you know, I've already said sorry, so can we wrap this up? And I just got used to it. Oh, Tony, you did this. Oh, Emma Binu. And you could just say Emma Binu and nothing will change on your inside because, well, you sell it as an obligation. And so it's possible that you can get too comfortable in that relationship that every time there's a squabble, the first thing you want to say is Emma Binu because you feel like, oh, that will make the conversation end quickly. She be sorry that you want to hear. Oh yeah, take your sorry now and leave me alone. Which is why when you hurt somebody, your first intention is to let the person know that you're sorry for that particular thing. Not just saying, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for speaking to you in this way. So also when you're offended and you're having a conversation with your spouse and they tell you sorry, I feel like you should go a step higher to asking what are you really sorry for? Because the sorry could just be, you know, let us just wrap this up. Especially with men. Because they don't have, they don't have energy for long talks. Men, I know that some men like a job away, I, I get. But some of them don't like long talks. So when it wants to be um, getting all complicated, they'll just be like, see, my bin. Mm. Once you say that my friendship, everything will like no. Of course, don't demand sorry in a rude way to say because before you know it, it will become 
a routine rinse and repeat right but when you guys are having a conversation which is why communication should be important right what are you really sorry for and then when you identify your art and you identify why they need to fix what they did you are able to move past it which is why it is possible that a pain that you have identified and you have dealt with would come back to make you feel bad again haven't you found out that when you and your friend have issues and then you forgive each other or you guys move on one day on your own you just sit down and you just remember that ah my daughter did something to me and you just feel that pain over again i i i read this scenario from one of the um, people i follow on instagram secret um, place wife and you know, she was saying that one day she and her um, husband had issues he apologized they moved on and then one day as they were praying the man was one leading prayers she just flashed back to that moment when he was saying something awful to her and she felt so bad again and she couldn't even continue saying amen to his prayers because she felt like ah wait this man really hurt me and even though he had apologized for it she was still feeling bad so she had to tell him that she said she had to tell him that see i'm not mad at you and i'm no i'm no longer angry at, at you but i am angry at what you said and it is funny that i thought i had forgiven you if i was not a fact i have forgiven you but for some reason i'm still feeling pain again and she said that her husband said he was sorry again and they hugged and that at that moment she felt absolute peace now it's possible that one person might feel that way and then gloss over it like ah doesn't matter and before you know it as you're glossing over it it, it piles up it's like you drinking a, a a sachet of pure water it is one right you drink it and you drop it tomorrow you drink another one you drop it before you know it after two weeks what, what happens those tiny sachet of pure water would do would have turned out to be a pile of garbage why because they were not trashed properly so when you don't trash things out properly right it is possible that they become what garbage because as you are dropping it you know that your mind is 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 a fruitful place anything you plant in your mind will germinate if you plant discord in your mind hey before you know it it will become full-blown world war world war 20 and if you plan war in your mind before you know it it blossoms into something very very surreal which is why the bible tells us to guard our mind with all diligence guard your heart with all diligence because the bible knows that in that in that in that space you really have no no once something starts to grow and you're not deliberate over it you really have nothing you can't really do much about it again because it will just keep without you fertilizing it without you putting manure or anything it will keep growing in leaps and in bounds so you have to be careful of what you allow to enter your spirit what you're allowed to enter your mind especially do you understand so when you guys have issues don't just gloss over it don't just say sorry and move on right say sorry right and then have a conversation about it why did this happen me people that know me know that i am a sucker for communication i can't breathe properly when i can't like we are not having a mutual um, conversation like, i don't know how to put it when we are not communicating 
I don't mean speaking like I said the other time. We can be talking. I'm saying, ah, babe, what's up? How are you? Ah, my friend, my guy. Can you come on my G and all that? We could have those things once in a while, but as a person, I live for deep communication. I live for intensive communication because I know that that is where issues will be resolved. Half of the things you're struggling with now are because of the things that you didn't deal with, the things that you didn't talk about, you just glossed over. Some people, when they have issues in their relationship, they don't even say sorry. They'll just go off for a while, and before you know it, they are back talking. They are back talking again. And because they didn't deal with those things before, I used to be that kind of person too. I really don't like talking because I talk a lot. That is the funny thing. I talk a lot. But I'm like two extreme ends. I either talk a lot or I don't say anything. So many times people expect me to talk a lot and I'm just like... And then it makes people worry like, ah, Toye, usually you're always talking. But to be honest, I don't have anything to say. Many times I don't even have anything to say. But when I want to talk, nobody needs to ginger me. I will say what I want to say with my full chest, right? So it, it could be that, you know, you're that kind of person that you just don't like revisiting issues. But really, though, if you intend to, to have forever with this person, if you intend to be with this person for a long period of time, you have to communicate. You have to trash issues. And, you know, find a way to communicate. Find a way to fine-tune your tone. Because, yeah, sometimes it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Which is why many times I like voice notes. Except when I discover that, okay, this person doesn't like voice notes or this person is having issues, listen to voice notes, so I will just type. But usually I'm a voice note person because I know that emotions can be lost in the place of typed words. It is a keypad. It is a keyboard. It is not human. So it is what he wants. It, 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 it can just give out whatever he thinks is right. Like, for instance, now you can say, are you okay? And it could be you genuinely worried about somebody. But are you okay could be read as is something wrong with you? Say you don't have something that is eating you in your head. You get. And the person might feel offended. What do you mean by am I okay? So, and then you're like, wait. I was asking if you are okay. I was, you know, sincerely inquisitive about your well-being. Right? But are you okay could me, which is why I use emojis a lot. I'll add smileys and all that and all that so that at least... I can, you know, water down the intensity of whatever I type. Because before you know, that's why when you type in caps, the person feels like you are shouting at them because, you know, it brings out so much emotion. So like I said, they will always say that it's not what you say, sometimes it's how you say it. So sometimes you might be demanding to be heard, but how you are communicating, how you intend to be heard is just totally off. So people are vibe people. Like myself, I'm a vibe person, which is why... If we talk and your voice is low, I'll just give you back that low voice back. Not because I'm trying to be petty, but because I don't know how to ginger people into conversations. I don't know how to say, like, I'm just kind of a person that if you are on a hundred, I'm bringing hundred to you again. And if you're on zero, I'm sorry, it might sound selfish, but I'll just give you the zero, JJ, because... Even me, myself, I'm finding it hard maintaining that conversation, right? So, which is why, and what's why I find it funny when people are giving you low tones and they're not asking you, oh, what is wrong? Oga, you are giving me low tones. So, yeah, you will get low tones. You get. Which is why I do voice notes a lot because I know that with phone calls, 
you will start perceiving what the other person is saying. You, you might not be able to think about what you want to say and you just be saying blah, blah, blah. But if it is voice tone, at least you can listen to it, digest it, process your thoughts and respond accordingly. Which is why when people want to speak to me and about me, I'll say, please, mama, can we do voice notes? Can we talk here? Because that phone call thing, eh? Ha, huh? or I get tired easily because I'm not start thinking about what to say. But with voice notes, I can listen to whatever you want to say. Digest it and then process my thoughts easily. That works for me perfectly. And speaking of tones, I usually tell my people on um, my WhatsApp status that when you're feeling pressed, maybe you're angry or you're agitated or anything, don't speak in that same feeling that you're feeling. Don't speak with that same emotion. I would always advise that you look for a platform. Now, what I use is my other WhatsApp, right? What I do is I would record myself speaking what I want to speak, speaking my truth in the in the raw, in the rawest form, if there's anything like that, in the most raw form, right? And I will say that I'm feeling. I'm not happy with you. I'm not this with you. You disappoint. I will say it's blast, 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 blast. When I'm done ranting, I feel better, right? Because because you know the the law of um, diminishing returns. So the more you take something you enjoy, the less you get satisfied about it, right? So also with anger, by the time I am done, the anger starts to diminish. I'm not as angry. So by the time I record again, I'm not as angry as I was the first time. So if there is any issue I have with myself or with one person that I record three, four voice notes and my anger is still the same or more, ah, that person really offended me. Because many times, by the time I am recording the second and third time in my other WhatsApp, I'm already feeling like, oh, Toye, this is awful. Ah, no, Toye, don't say this. So when I'm not speaking with that person, I'm not speaking with the same amount of anger that I had earlier. So you could be out, right? You could be going through different things. But the person that you're speaking to also needs to hear you politely. So when you talk the way you feel you should talk, you might hurt the person. And if you're thinking of forever with this person, you know that, ah, like you're about to say, they'll say, any hey, Laurel. And what that means is that if you speak a word, you can't take it back. Even if you say, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that, you honestly can't still take it back. Because once a, once a piece of egg falls to the ground, no matter how good you are in packing things up, you can't pack it up and shaping it, even if you are the best surgeon in the world. You can't operate on an eggshell to bring it back to how it was before it fell. So it means that you have to be really careful with what you say, even when you are right, because you could be done talking and you would end up being the bad, you end up being the bad person. Because maybe you were even jumping into conclusions. Maybe what you thought happened didn't happen. Maybe you, you saw wrong. Maybe you perceived wrong. Maybe you had preconceived notions. It could be. That's how me I think. I give people a hundred chances such that by the time I now react, hey, Olua, trust me, it is because I have dealt with so much behind and now I'm done dealing with it. Do you get? So, and like the Bible says, be slow to speak. I saw one post one day that that is why we have two ears and one mouth because God wants us to listen more than we speak. So let the core of your of your communicative um, intent be that I want to I want to listen to this person. I want to understand what they are saying. 
I, I do that a lot too. When somebody is speaking, because I want to, I'm, I'm interjecting, I'm, I know it's bad and I'm working at it. You know, you, I'm a cousin, you're learning. I'm sorry for people that don't understand Yoruba. You'll be, because you want to share your own. And then the other person tells you, babe, can you calm down? Can you let me talk? And I feel bad like, hey, God, I've started this thing again. And I know that it's bad because the person would let you talk. So why not just let them talk too? I get it. Many times you want to correct what they are saying. It is not so, but no wala. As they are saying it, pen what they are saying down so that you don't forget. Why I do that is because I don't want to forget a point you made that wasn't true. So what I'm doing to resolve that, remember that we talked about patterns last week, so I'm telling you what I'm doing to resolve my own is that I will now start jotting the things you're saying so that I don't forget. So by the time you're done, and you tell me that, ah, okay, I'm done. Even in friendships, even in, 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 in ministry, by the time you're done, I'm not saying, okay, eh, eh, when you were talking, you said this, it wasn't so. This was what happened. This was what. So I'm learning that I'm taking steps towards calming down too. Right? Because the person that is trying to talk and you are interjecting. If the person does not like Wala, before you know the person does say, see, don't worry. Let's forget it. Shabi, you are angry. No vex. And they will just say, Mabinu, and everything will just go. And over and over and over again, it will keep happening. And then one day, either of you will be tired and you will be like, see, day your day, make a day my day. Do you understand? So, you have to ensure that you understand each other while communicating i've also talked about not glossing over issues identify the root cause of what is making you angry it might look stupid but identify it say it out own it and say i know it sounds stupid but when you called me this i didn't like it i'm like oh really i'm sorry i don't do it she know that that matter now you don't go but if you keep it to yourself and you keep keeping it to yourself one day you won't be able to keep it to yourself and you will not overreact and people will not say, oh, you're always overreacting. Whereas, if you had been dealing with it little by little, you might not have had that, you know, massive explosion. Do you understand? And then communication too helps you know how, you, how your partner wants to be loved and how you also want to be loved too. Because when you are talking about these things, you're like, oh, really? Was it what you wanted? I'm sorry, man, I thought that this was what... And then... You give them what they want. They give you what you want. Happily ever after. Do you understand? So, beloved of God, as you go about this week, in your relationships, in your friendships, in whatever you're doing, ensure that you are communicating. It might look stupid. It might sound stupid. It might sound unnecessary. But what do you have to lose, really, if you talk about it? But if you don't, you know what you have to lose. You might lose the entire relationship just because somebody will not accumulate. Do you know that a simple thank you could make somebody so mad? Maybe you're with a spouse that doesn't appreciate, that is not appreciative. They might not feel like it's a big deal. Maybe they're like, oh, it's not something really serious now. But maybe you like to be told thank you. It might look basic, but that is what you like. And if you don't talk about it one day, you'll be like, see, I, I'm no longer interested. And at that time, you will feel petty, I mean, you will look petty to not say it because you don't say thank you. Because it will be like, why did you tell me all along? We've been dating for seven, eight years. Why am I, or we've been married for eight years. Why am I just hearing it now that you don't like, you don't like it because I don't say thank you. But you know that like if you had addressed it from the first, ah, babe, 
sure you know that you always do something that I, I don't like. And person say, oh, what? I'm sorry, it might sound somehow, but I feel like when people do stuff for you, even if it is small, you know, a little thank you will go a long way now. I'm sure you get. And you could even buy them books, self-improvement books about gratitude. After you've complained and they're like, oh, I'm sorry, you could, you know, invest in them in that light. And if they are for you and they love you as much as they claim that they love you, they will do something about it. Because I, I feel like if you're in love and somebody and somebody complains about something that you do, your first reaction is to is to wonder how do I fix this? So I believe that if they love you that much and they know that simple thank yous mean a lot to you, what is bad in saying thank you? They would want to do it because it makes you happy. And that is how you build long lasting relationships. Do you understand? Beloved of God, I call you blessed. Bye.